And who are we? That's one secret we'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 1, Episode 14 of Gossip Guys Max. All I see is you. A season of Serena. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're bringing back Blake Lively into our lives, and as always, we kind of wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> because we needed to see her as a brunette. That's what this movie was for. That's really about it. I Well, this movie is, I mean, I don't know, this movie is so weird uh, uh, and, and bad. Uh, but, well, at first, all I see is you. What year did it come out, Aaron? Did, you, did, did we... Ooh. I, uh, 2009, I think it was 2018, 2019. 18, no, yeah, 17, 17. 17, 17, okay, 17. Uh, Mark Forster, which I looked at all his movies. I really I really don't get what people see in him. You know, Changes in the Fiction was okay. Finding I, Neverland was okay. Monster's Ball was okay. You know, uh, I, yeah, I really don't know, and I don't know what he was trying to do here. If I had read this script uh, after 10 pages I would have given it back to you like, <laughs> like I would not have made this movie after 10 pages because nothing happens for like 45 minutes well the surgery I guess the surgery I think the surgery happens in like the the end of act one I think that still no, works no the, the sur- no the surgery should happen probably like that should be your inciting incident that should be 10-15 minutes in I, no, I, I think that's the new. No, 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 no. That's not the inciting incident. The inside, like that's when that's Act Two. It's a new world when she can see or start seeing again. So that's that's the new that's, world. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it's. I think there's. A, it's a different movie. I really just wanted a different movie. I well, was writing a different movie. Well, that's not necessarily his fault that you're writing a different movie. I mean, going into movies with pre. Uh, conceived notions sometimes is a problem, but in this scenario, I'm not saying it's your fault <laughs> that you you didn't like the movie. Uh, but I, I wanted to follow up on Mark. I wanted to follow up on Mark Forster because I, I think I agree. I think all he sort of does okay movies. I've never seen Monsters Ball, and I feel I like I never saw World War Z. Was it good? It was. It was okay. Again, like it was one that was supposed to be like a big disaster yeah. or a huge hit. Uh, and I guess well, it made Arnold a bunch Solace of. Wallace was okay. It was not the best Daniel Craig. No, it was. I think uh, the. I, I think it was the worst Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't even remember that one. Uh, so yeah, and and I mean, I think really Casino Royale is really well. I guess the other ones are good too. The the Sam Mendes one, the the latest one. I didn't one. see the last one. Was the last one good? Spectre. Spectre. Right? It was. I guess it was okay. It was pretty good. It was better than Quantum of Solace, but. But yeah, Mark, For- I, I remember really liking Finding Neverland, but I think that was like, if I watched it now, I wouldn't. Um, I, I've always, my family has a big sort of Peter Pan, like, fixation, you know, and also, Why? so do I. Why? Like, you guys, you guys don't want to grow up? Yeah, exactly. Or, or, you know, or we just, you know, childhood is a special time. We want to hold on to that. We want to be in Neverland and not in the real world. I think that's... <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, for sure. We're all this is, this is our this is our Neverland right now. We're walking away from the real world. Yeah, and, and, it creeps and in. well, and and we went into all I see is you, which is is almost not much better than this uh, real world. But I think oh, yeah. you seem to you seem to like maybe for lack of a better word, see a different movie. 
And I think – so why don't you tell me what your, your thoughts? Well, OK. So no, I think the movie doesn't work. All right. So it does it, – it's experimenting with a lot of different visual stuff that I liked because I'm like, oh, OK. This is weird and trippy. Like what? It, like it's like trying to be yeah. Inception yeah, no, the for visuals, the blind. The visuals were cool. Sure. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't consistent, the visuals, because like I was wondering like is this just cool or is this what she sees? Because if she sees – like is she imagining this or is this what she sees without vision? And then I'm like – and then I'm – because she, she saw shapes and colors a little bit or light when she was yeah, when sort she of – uh, when she was blind. When she was blind. And then – but it was just sort of hard to track that in terms of visual storytelling. I felt like it was mostly just trying to look cool and I think it kind of did a few times and like all the stuff in the water was cool but it was like what, it, what no, the fuck's cool. going on? Cool. Yeah. Uh, but it was. But I yeah. fell asleep almost by within the first hour. It looked right. So well, cool. it was. It was sort of. Uh, vac- I think it was a vacuous cool in terms of the looks and, and stuff. But what the movie was, and I think there's a there is a good movie in here. Both Lily and I agreed after watching, and it, it's it's about codependency. It's about seeing yes. waking up to the flaws in your relationship and waking up to see. And, and I think it goes both ways. Obviously, James. Uh, Jason Clark's character takes it far worse and is the, you know, the villain if we choose one, but there's, you know, his fears and, and where he comes from. And there's also things that Blake Lively's character, Gina does that are, you know, I, I don't think are not okay, but like, you know, I would be upset if I had to, you know, I obviously love dogs, but you know, you, you talk to the other person, but before you bring in a dog, like obviously you, Because you can't say no at that point. You're the asshole. Yeah. So yeah, you can't say yeah. You can't say no to a blind person with a dog. Understandable. Right. Okay. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Here's my question for yeah. you. What name the the things that as a villain that he did to psychologically mess with her? Oh well, I mean, obviously the main thing is he put something in her eyes and that okay. to, to make yeah, it it's an eye drop. So yes. that's okay. everything else is. It, it wasn't really. I don't think he was doing it villainously. It was just. And that's, I think, what I thought this movie was. I thought he was going to be very abusive. That's what I thought, too. I thought he would be very manipulative. I thought he would be, like, doing weird shit. But she would try to, like, figure it out if, like, was this happening before I was blind or was it ha- I thought he'd be way more psychological than this. But, but it, it just wasn't. It tries to be. Well, it has this weird, kinky sex fixation that I don't think sort of tracks. It doesn't but it, work. But because it, I've seen way kinkier movies than this. I'm not talking point. I've seen, like, like artsy independent films are just, like, this was so just, right. like, well, it was just trying so hard it didn't know what it was trying to be right i think it has too many different things the sex w- uh, and by the way we 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 never we never do this but all i see is you is on amazon prime if you want to if you want to watch along with us and see what the hell we're talking about uh or or you can imagine it like gina uh you know it before the surgery with colors. Here. yeah with with the colors and the, and the trippy images and we'll try and paint a picture for you but the sex thing is essentially showing the the chasm uh, in their sex life that, you know, once Gina starts to see, she comes into her own, she grows, and she is far more experiment, uh, yeah, experimental and that, wants to. That's, that, that happens for everybody. That happens for everybody as a part of their new self come alive. You know, so that, that's a, that was a normal thing that was going to happen. You know, if somebody loses weight, you know, they want to go out and experience life as a different person. So, right. yeah, that was, that's normal. So what the, what the thing is for me, and, and I think it's more like, he wasn't, you know, manipulative in a very overbearing, obvious way, but he 
is someone who gets off on taking care of someone who gets off on being the helper. So it's a very codependent relationship. It goes both ways, but she, when she's blind, she can't do anything basically without him. There's a moment in the when they're dancing in the club when he yes. says really a shitty thing, basically saying like, "Oh, you know, not ever like uh, if you weren't blind, you'd see how stupid we look when they're dancing in the club." But like, she was having the best time, and that's what dancing is: is to forget about what you look like. And he basically just, and that's exactly his character. And then she tries; she can't even get away. Right? She almost walks into a pool. Uh, yeah. so showing that if there is a, a conflict, she sort of is stuck there. And there's, I think later in that, in that same club, she goes to the bathroom and she's uh, uh, washing her eyes or washing her face. And he lets her sort of be scared and looking for him because he gets off on saving the day. He is, he is the, the white male savior for her. And, and that's not, I, I'm, I'm not saying in like, you know, bold characters, it's just how that's, that's the relationship yeah, that he I, likes. I, and then once she can see he is no longer needed. And that is a scary thing for everyone, I think, but also, especially for this guy. They just didn't execute it well. Like imagine. Good, there is a good movie there. Yeah. It just, yeah, it, it was, yeah. Like the things he did weren't overly dramatic so you didn't really feel them yet they also didn't hit so they didn't play enough I, I yeah i'm not sure why because I, I don't think we want it to be too obvious like i, I think it's no, more it's more real it's too obvious that then we we won't we all we won't know you know we, we want to be like not sure as with we want to be with her not sure you know yeah i think the, t- the i think the tone was sort of mixed right like it was trying to be understated when it comes to james for the most part but then they throw in uh, her sister's boyfriend, who's just so yeah. crazy over the top, like rubbing his ass with paint and like naked, and then like coming in when his dress. And I was just like, when I when I saw that, I was like, oh god, he's worse than James, you know. And then he's talking about anal sex with his six year old son there, and they high five after. I was like, what the fuck? Like, obviously the sister screwed up. That's a different movie. Like, uh, but you know they fuck, so they have a healthy sex life. So it's it's. I guess we're we're supposed to see that that's like an okay relationship, but that's I. Normal. Yeah, that's normal. But it's not. Could, like, yeah, if you could fuck it out, yeah, that's it's normal. Like, do you would you go to a, that sex club with your brother? Maybe it's different for brothers, but like, obviously, I'm not going with my sister. No, I don't think no. I I, I would go with someone I was dating. Right. And, yeah, but I like, so go, yeah, I'm not gonna. Like, I understand why James is uncomfortable. Like, I would go if I'm just with Blake Lively, and and she wanted to go. But like, but I don't. But I don't think I would not go if my wife wants to go. Right, but and would like, you? I'm would, not gonna let my wife go alone to a sex club. That's just stupid. Right, well, I, I mean, it's also like it should be fun, right? It's an experience, whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah. It's not like they're gonna like, you know, shower you with penises or whatever he, he thinks is gonna happen. I mean, you might just sit in someone else's jizz. You know, I don't know. Uh, but like, but I, I mean, the, the situation though of being with the it's very dark. It's gonna happen. <laughs> But sitting with, you know, you're not sitting with them, but like knowing that like her, you know, your in-laws are basically kind of fucking in the next room. And it, it felt very like college where like you can hear them having sex very loudly in the apartment. And it was just like, yeah, you're just not on the same page. And that's, I, that is uncomfortable. I, I yeah, didn't. You have to find people with the same lifestyle as you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, well, and also, but you can't really, 
but you can't say anything because it's her sister, right? And also, he it was his idea, too. He came up with this, like, great, you know, trip to celebrate her being able to see again. Although then it had these weird things of, like, lying about it being the same oh, the, the room. room. What was the room thing about? I didn't get that at all. I wasn't understanding, like, why is this a thing? Okay, so it's this. I, did, I didn't actually realize until you, you asked me. And it's, he was... He was lying to himself that the relationship hadn't changed. We can still be in the honeymoon suite. And she's saying, no, the room is different. The relationship is different. We're different. And he was trying to hold on to it so hard that he was lying. I don't think he ever talked to the manager. He knew. And then he just said, yeah, you're right. It's a different room. Yeah, that guy, guy, I did not go that deep. I think, wow, yeah, okay. That's it. I mean, that is that's it. it. No, that is, that's it. That is it. Yeah. And I just, so there's, I, there is a good movie here. It's just like, it's just a mess. Uh, and it doesn't make sense. Like, I think there's too much stuff. Like, And also, why are we in fucking Thailand, Aaron? Like, uh, probably we, it was cheaper to film there. And, and uh, listen, I thought <laughs> about that too, but, you know, you, uh, you millennials want to be expats. So, well, that's true. And also, well, it makes sense that if, if, I mean, I couldn't tell, it didn't, apparently the accident happened in Europe. So it wasn't like she was, a, I mean, yeah, I guess seemed like a multi continental family. Yeah. That's know? what it seemed like. And maybe um, she spoke Spanish. So maybe her parents or, or at least they grew up in, in Spain anyway. I don't know, but it was like, but I guess my point is they never actually explored that. They never actually talked about why. And also all they, they only interact with basically people that speak English, except for like very small moments. And like, we see her like learning Thai and him talking in Thai for like very brief moments, oh, but it just, they, uh, he said he got a job. That's why they moved there. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, they did say that. But it was just, yes. but like, but in terms of the actual, I mean, yes, they explained why, but it didn't add anything to the movie. Um, no, a lot of it didn't add anything to the movie. I, I, uh, well, cause like, okay, so imagine uh, this is the, the central, like, I can't think of anything more painful. Uh, well, I mean, there's many things more, more painful probably, but the idea that the love of your life sees your face for the first time and she says, it's not how I imagined it. Yeah, it's not great. Not great, Bob. Which is which is code for I, you know you're not who I pictured. You're not you're not as attractive. Basically, I mean when it, when it was about to happen, I was I I like joked a little. It's gonna be like oh god, I didn't you know that's what you look like. Uh, uh, like those teeth, Jason Clark. Um, and and it's just yeah, that's so. And also, it's sort of like he probably you know he knew he was you know married to Blake Lively and she didn't know it. Right, and then Blake Lively yeah. now can see, and she's like, "Oh, I'm Blake oh, Lively." I'm Blake, Blake Lively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which that's exactly what happened. Is that is that a like? Is it? I don't think this movie is at all the fault of Blake Lively or even Jason Clark. I think they're both. Um, like, I think it makes sense why they chose Jason Clark because he's not a traditionally attractive person, and he also sort of plays the villain. So that's what you're you're going for, and then Blake Lively. I think she does play sort of vulnerable here pretty well. She was good. She was good. Yeah, she was fine. I think the acting was fine. I, I didn't really the I, I didn't, my problem was not the acting. Right. It was it, it was the movie. The movie itself, the writing, uh, it just it just took too long for anything to really happen. You know, I, I thought if she had if if we start the movie close to where she's getting the surgery, it's like we're fifteen minutes in. She gets the surgery. 
And then, like, she starts having a life. I'm good for, like, an hour of him just fucking with her. And if she's trying to, like, lose her sight and go crazy. I thought that was the movie. So you wanted it to be more like a simple favor, right? Where we don't know who is, who. like, it's sort of a battle of sexes a little bit. Or you don't know who's... Uh, good or bad, kind of, or or if kind we kind of, yeah, yeah, or, or if I we kind of wanted, yeah, I, well, yeah I, that's what I wanted. Jerry, I thought it was going to be more of the movie. You ever seen the movie Gaslight? Um, like really old forties movie. No, but George I, I've, I've been, I've been meaning to see it. Yeah, that's what I th- it's a kind of about like how she, this woman slowly is going crazy and she doesn't know why. And so I thought that I thought that's what it was going to be more kind of. Well, and then I mean, it is a. I mean that it sounds is, like a gr- that sounds a like a great movie. That. There is that there yeah. where she's starting to lose her sight again. Right. And I thought I think I think we just needed more of that. I think they could have gone further with that for sure. And I and I sort yeah. of I, I think I wanted a confrontation too. Like how it ended, it was just sort of disappointing. It was like I guess I guess he drove away and did he kill himself or did he just drive yeah, away? I think he killed himself. Or yeah. got into an accident, I guess he killed himself. Yeah, he's dead. Right, and then she's she just right, and then that, now she can have her kid with Daniel, the you know the guy who has a big dick. I guess that's what we learned yeah. from. That's literally the only thing that Yvonne Strahovski, who's a very talented actress, says in this movie. It's like, well, I mean, she I guess she yeah. helps her with her period, which was like that that moment should feel way. I mean, I did feel for her a lot, but it was like it. it I guess it had double things, right? It's like the idea that you could just have your period and not know it, and then just be bleeding in front of people but also the fact that she didn't get pregnant right and that's what they were trying for um yes. but it, it just it didn't have the impact and i think that's sort of the movie in a nutshell yeah, yeah, because they're, they're i think you really we find out all of that what you just said as the movie goes along if we had some of that contextualized before then we would feel the scenes but we're just we didn't really know anything we didn't really there wasn't a lot of like character building or you know, contextualizing of these people. It was just, she couldn't see for a good half hour of the movie. Yeah. It's just unclear. Like, you know, like he spends like, there's like eight scenes of him watching and rewatching that sort of like, not that not sex type. And I mean, that's, that's him. I was, I asked Lily, I was like, why did he, why was he doing that? Like, why were we watching? And it was, and she was just saying, yeah, that's just, showing how sort of scared he was that she would leave him. You know, the idea that, yeah, she's being honest and saying that she thinks of other men sometimes and, and dicks and stuff. And that's, that's the honest answer. Like no one masturbates to their wife every time. That's a lie. Or if it's true, it's almost a little bit weird. Um, and, and maybe he is a little bit weird. Maybe he is that devoted to her. Your wife doesn't want to be a part of that. (laughs) Well, it's just, it's just like, it's just imagination. That implies that, yeah. like, that is. <laughs> believe me, your wife doesn't want to be part of that. Well, no, well, that's true. But it, like, it implies that, like, there's no freedom yeah. to just have thoughts, right? Like, it's like, oh no, yes, I can't. He 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 started to freak out when he was losing control, and that's you know he was yeah, and that's right. That you was know, his issue. not how yeah. I imagined it. The apartment, the her his face, uh, her name, everything. Right, and and you know he was clearly very insecure about, you know, basically, oh, her wearing nice clothes and other people being, he was very threatened. And, and I think that was, you know, I don't know if it was in like conscious, but you know, he basically had Blake Lively under wraps and felt clearly got some self-esteem of it, off it. And then now that she's wants to, you know, share it with the world, it's like, no, this is, um, and I was actually wondering, do you think that's happening more now? in the situation we live in now 
in the pandemic, do you think, I mean, I wonder how many couples or how many, you know, whoever's living, like cohabitating, like maybe you and your dad, like who are just there. That's all you have right now. Right. At least in human contact, you know, we're talking over zoom. It's not the same. Uh, is this, is this situation, are we in danger of facing this situation of sort of like being codependents or like, or just hating each other at the end? Well, that too. Well, I think that's my other point. I think we're more, we're more towards hating each other at the end at this point. I think it could go both. I mean, it can go any variety of ways, but yeah, I mean, that was another thing that like when I heard, like looked into this movie, I was like, yeah, it sort of see, it seems like there's probably a lot of people seeing their relationship in a different way now because of the pandemic. Like there's, they're spending a lot more time with each other and that's for good and bad. I mean, obviously there's so many people right now that are stuck with like their abusive husbands or wives and they kind of are are stuck. They're like, they're in a prison. It's horrifying. uh, We, uh, we've had some friends that have broken up during, during pandemic. You have, uh, yeah. What, uh, let's, uh, I mean, not to make it all gossipy, but it is gossip guys, but I wanted, I wanted yeah. to know, like, I, well, like what, what were, were it things like the warning signs were there before, or was it a complete surprise or sort of, does it like just speed up things? Like, that's what it feels like to me where it just sort of, I, it, it sounded like it speed, it was, it was a surprise and it was kind of, but it was sped up by this, I think it was, but it was still like, yeah, I think because you have to see it, but at the same time. I, for, it was more of a surprise for one of them because definitely, you know, they were together for a long time. But I think they just how many years? To, it was like four, I think. Okay. And then they just—I guess you just get to know each other. People show you who they are in a crisis, right? So, and I think that's you know, it's just better better now than later, right? Right, but uh, and. I mean, yeah, I was, you know, because I think there's a lot of people like that are decide, like that were forced to sort of decide to move in too soon or to break up maybe too soon or not knowing, you know, and making the decision not for themselves, but because of the virus. And then it's sort of out of their hands. And that's obviously not the way you want to make a decision about your life. Uh, and uh, I, think, I think we spoke about this earlier you yeah. know, about a uh, roommate, you know, even yes. a roommate situation, you know. Right, exactly. And you're sort of like stuck there. Uh, sort of held hostage, and uh, I mean, yeah, the roommate was a better movie than All I See Is You. I did not, I did not, <laughs> yeah. I did not expect that. Um, yeah, and it's just like that's. I, I think um, you know those those two movies actually kind of like you see different things in different circumstances, and that's what these movies were really about. Roommate and All I See Is You. Check out the roommate. Which episode was that, Andy? I got asked about that. I don't. Rem- I don't remember. Seven. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, this is why we need an intern. We yeah. Oh yeah, we, we need someone to correct correct us every four seconds because we say uh, like terrible yeah. things. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey man, we need Stat Boy. Like remember Stap- Reality? Yeah, that was Stap exactly Boy? who I was thinking of. Tony Reality. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. Stat Boy. Exactly. Uh, I was going to ask about Ginger. Because, I mean, a couple times I asked in this movie, is Ginger dead? Because they just, like, they went on that trip and then they come back and he's just sitting there on the floor waiting for them. Like, what? Like, they just forgot about the dog for, like, half this movie. I mean, they had the scene where he, set, he like, stepped in the shit the first night. But after that... Yeah, and then who took care of the dog while she was in the hospital? Yeah, no, they just ignored it. They had the, the poop scene just so they could just ignore the dog for the rest of the movie until... And that's actually the, that's the other villainous thing that he's the one obviously who broke into the yes, apartment. He left the, yeah, yeah. He broke in. 
he took the dog and then someone else took the, like a child, I guess, took the dog and then. Yeah. Which was super weird. That like letter was really weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't work. I, I mean, I guess I know what I mean. It's like, I want the dog. It's mine now. It's like, well, yeah. who cares? I don't need to know that. It'd just be better if someone like the kid came to her and said like, you know, I saw who did this. It was your husband. You know, that's just way better than like this little letter that she's reading. Um, I think, yeah, there's a couple, you know, maybe some show don't tell, like they're, they're sort of telling sometimes when they should be showing. Um, and then, but then sometimes they're just showing us, you know, imagery that doesn't make like, it's just like, Ooh, it's an art film, but like, it doesn't actually sort of tell a cohesive visual story. Um, but I, I, I did want to like this movie or like, you know, this stuff, some stuff we're talking about. I did. I thought it would be just like, I thought it would be like this, you know, cliche thriller type bad movie and it would just be fun. But no, this is just bad. Well, okay, so a couple more uh, questions for you. What did you think yes. of Blake singing? I was like, why are her and Layton doing uh, a, a Zoom virtual music video right now? <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking, I why, why did she sort of just steal this song from this little girl? Like, isn't it this little girl's recital? Like... <laughs> Or is it like, are they actually just performing together as a duo? Like, I just was confused. <laughs> like, she just starts talking about, like, singing about really sad shit. And it was just like, wait, is that what the song was always? Or did she just, like, That's see her husband? That is what the song Yeah, the song was always weird and sad. And then, yeah. And then she was like, I can see now. <laughs> all, I, all I see is you. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that the title was going to be sung by Blake Lively at the end of this movie. That I wouldn't I wouldn't have put my money on that. So yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely down for a Layton Blake Lively. Yeah, I thought I thought it was okay, you know? I, yeah. uh, maybe people will make fun of us and say it's another Joey singing thing, but uh, you know, I, I was, you know, I, I didn't hate it. You know, it was better than I'm I expected. Okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with let the, let them say what they want to say. Oh yeah, no, Joey's exactly. Joey singing was great. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm with you. I just want to see, I just love that every movie now, there's apparently, all the Gossip Girl cast is just has musical talent or they're just always, whether they have it or not, they're just, it's like coming out. It's weird. Oh, but they should bring, do a band. They should do the, go the, the Gossip Goss. Band. Um, I like, I don't see why not, man. I don't I, see why not. I mean, they could definitely do a, a Zoom song thing and hopefully it'll be, it'll be better than the, uh, the one that started this pandemic, obviously, the Imagine. They, like, they just do a, an original song or something. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so what did you think about the significance of the song, though? Double Dutch, you know? Uh, do you know, like, that's the jump rope, right? It's when yes. you... And, I'm like, I had to ask. I was like, I, I knew what it was, but I wasn't sure. I was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, and I looked it up. But, like, what's the, what's the metaphor there? Like, that we need teamwork or... Or relationships are hard because it's you know it's double dutch is harder than just normal jump rope. Yeah, you need two people. You need you need two people for double dutch. Don't you need three? Right, you need two, and then the person in the middle. Like, is that? That's it? what. That's what the dog was for. <laughs> or, or that was like I thought there was going to be like a weird threesome with the sister and the and the guy for a second, and I was like, oh god, are we going there? Because um, like it, this movie wanted to make it seem like it was super kinky. It wanted to be real kinky, but it just couldn't get off the ground. Right. Well, I mean, the guy's impotent. So, um, yeah. which an, another thing of like, no wonder, I mean, the, the, he actually has like, there's a lot of motivation and stuff in his character. That's interesting. I just wish it was, had been yeah, uh, played better. 
but yeah, but yeah I no, guess yeah, they're, they're such a more fun movie there well I don't know if fun is the right thing I think like this could be a really heartbreaking movie uh, it should be right the idea that like I think they were both in love until she like illegitimately like not like he, I mean yes their relationship because, wasn't yeah, great she became a new person and that's what it was and right. so she, she, what we saw is what we usually don't see. We saw on-screen growth. You usually off-screen. Now this was on-screen. It's not pretty. Well, I mean, you say that, but I, I, there's a lot of off-screen growth. But also, every movie is supposed to have the arc, right? <laughs> so, um, so the, we we get her arc, and she has her her nice place in yeah. Thailand, uh, and, and and she's gonna raise this baby on her own or with Yvonne Strahovski because Daniel doesn't have a number anymore, so. He's back wherever, back in America or something. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, you know, whatever. Yeah, the like the little details of like, oh yeah, his dog yeah. had a pink. But, like, was he planted pink? by the husband in the first place? I don't know. No, because the husband he, randomly the husband randomly finds him in the park. Well, that was super weird, but yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I was like, Thailand's so huge, or Bangkok is such a big city. Like, they just bump into each other, but I guess because they go to the same pool. That like they live in the same yeah, area. Yeah, like one public pool for the area. Yeah. Yeah, and then for, that, like the American. And then one park, you know, in that area too. And that's a nice yeah. fucking park, by the way. I, I I came away being like, I want to go to Thailand. I'm I'm mad that I haven't oh, been there. Oh, so down. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, I wanted to go to their their like their honeymoon place in on the coast of Spain. That looked insane. Oh, looks great. Um, yeah, it's great to go to places where like no matter where you fuck, people are watching you. Great. Um. It would like that was Lily's first thing is like oh if you have sex everyone can see you, and I, and and yeah that would just be weird but like I guess it, the that one couple got off on it the it's one the that, whole point yeah it's the whole point um, you can there's you can close the drapes if you want that's true they, I th- I think there probably were drapes yeah um, there's always gonna be drapes we're not animals do you think uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna you know do the thing get it let's let's bring it let's bring it in the serious the metaphor let's go now to the go, world bring it, let's. Bring it. I mean, because we might as well. We're here, right? So this is sure. like, because you, you asked me like what when I heard the title, what I thought of, and so yeah, I, I, yeah, I mentioned please. I mentioned the pandemic, but then there's the other part about you know Black Lives Matter and and just all the other things that we're learning about ourselves right now or refusing to learn, and you know, so I think we as a society, as a country, have been blind in much the same way that Blake Lively was to this problem, or maybe not blind, but just sort of stubbornly resistant or ignoring it and and now it's sort of i think now that we can see we're dealing with the consequences and i think you know hopefully in a a positive way like i'm very encouraged by some of the things uh and you know i know our podcast isn't necessarily built to talk about these things but i i feel like it's sort of ignoring it is is what we're not supposed to be, be doing um and you know i don't know i didn't have a anything beyond that but i just thought that that metaphor extends to the world as well that now we're now we can see and you know it's not sometimes you don't like what you see but that doesn't we you got to keep the eyes open right abres los ojos there it is open your eyes open your eyes yeah uh you know i think is it like i mean because we're so hard to sort of it's i guess it's really hard to see yourself let alone like a country a people a history especially since we weren't there for the beginning of this so we don't like or, or we couldn't we can't just watch the tape right we saw that we saw george floyd's tape and that's why it 
That's why we're here now. But if we, you know, if we could just watch the tape of the last 300 years, I don't think we'd have it be having this conversation, right? It's so weird that we still are. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm, no, 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 it's very weird, though. It's very weird that we're still having this conversation because here's the thing, dude. We have seen this tape. We have done this before. Right, and it's we in... We know all of this, so why does it... Why don't we believe uh, so it? I don't know. How does it change? How does it really change if we do know all about this? Well, and it's, just, it's still I think it's, it's How re- does it change? Well, it's refusing to acknowledge or to sort of... I, I think it's a notion of forgiveness in a way. Well, first, it's a, a lot of people are, are refusing to acknowledge that it exists, right? That's like basically denial. Uh, you know, America's the greatest, uh, nothing, we've never done anything wrong. I'm the greatest. I've never done anything wrong. I guess that's why is that like, I, I'm, I'm wondering about that patriotic sort of nationalist thing. Like what, where does that come from? Is it just because we want to be the best? We are the best. And it's sort of a because blind, we, we, because we are the best because we've been the best. We, is that we built tr- ourselves to be the best, but, but you know, we haven't built, built uh, people of color have built this country and immigrants have built this country because we've forced them to do it or they have come and imparted change in a wonderful way. So what and is... They were all part of America. But and like, but the, the, well, I history. agree. That's And that's history. And maybe, and maybe you're right in a sense, you know, that we do need to be educated about this. Maybe we do need to see the tape. But I, for, for me, for you, I... We we know we know what, what the the wrongs and we understand. So, but we but obviously we're not doing enough, right? You know, we're, no, I we're, guess not. No, no, and yeah, uh, yeah, I guess not. I, but there, I guess there. I, I don't know, I, I, and that's why I don't understand people who haven't seen the tape, like who haven't don't know this. Like, why are you acting this way? Like, we know this already. So we just have to. It's. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think it's this. It happens all this time. It just doesn't end. Right, and it's. I mean, it's been this. That's been the story of America. Really, is exploitation, and to be the best, you have to exploit people. I think that's sort of. That's how it's. That's how it's been, and it's sort of well. The white. The white. The. I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what else to tell you, but everybody gets exploited. You have to exploit yourself sometimes. And that's well, but so, but like, obviously we don't want that. And, and I think, I think it it comes, it obviously comes down to sort of money, right? It's sort of the idea when money becomes your guiding principle, then exploitation happens. It has to happen, right? Because there's never enough money. Uh, And so, and it's, and it's, I mean, it's, there's never enough blank. You can replace it with sugar, drugs, Alcohol, women, men, uh, food, you know, whatever. I, I don't know if I already said that. You know, whatever it whatever is. You, yeah, whatever you want. There's never uh, enough. Whatever you crave constantly, there's never enough. But um, I, I think it's this, it's this thing that – it's still, I think, treating people of color or, any, or any, you know, anyone as the other as different than you. They are – they look different. But we are all human. That's the like thing that is just. But it seems like how a lot of people are taking it is it's sort of like an us versus them, or there's this two sides of it, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, this is obviously like the hardest top topic to discuss. But I just felt like we needed to sort of open it up. Um, we're seeing, no, we're, seeing we're seeing, we're seeing with our 50 vision right now. <laughs> Yeah, we've got twenty. Yeah, I got the eye drops in. I'm trying to look, but it's still kind of squinty. It's kind of blurry. 
I mean, I don't know. I, you know, listen, I grew up in L.A., a very diverse city. So for me, I mean, yeah, I've seen all this and it just sucks. And, you know, what do you do? What do you do? You know, I've seen my friends harassed. Yeah, it's just not what I. But yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? I I mean, I think you just got to keep speaking out, keep you know uh, sticking That's up it. for. That's uh, it. Listen, no one is uh, there. There's a great line uh, in in Batwoman, the the new the new show on CW. Check it out. It's not bad. What's it called? Uh, Batwoman. Oh, Batwoman. Oh, I I did not yeah. hear that. Okay, <laughs> I just heard <laughs> that one. I was like, what? <laughs> Okay, Batwoman. And, and she's losing her nerve, and her friend says to her, we don't need you to be a hero. We just need you to keep going. That's, yeah, that's we just it. Gotta keep going. We just got to keep going. We just got to keep trying. Just every day, just be better. Just do better. And it's, I mean, and I think it's really hard to do that right now, obviously, because we're sort of, we're worried about we're fighting on two fronts, right? You know, we're yeah. worried about dying by going outside. Uh, and, and we're worried about dying by going outside. We're about dying by not going outside. So yeah, right, exactly. Uh, but it's sort of like this is this is the history, and it's sort of like uh, it's happening. I mean, it's like the Hamilton <laughs> song, uh, which coming uh, Disney Plus. Uh, it'll it'll be out when we uh, uh, put this one out. Um, but yeah, like history is happening in this moment. Like I don't think we've probably lived in a more, uh, I mean, I guess historic, but that's not a great term. A period of time, right? Like this is it. Uh, and it. This it, is it. No, it feels like I've we've been watching a little bit of the Mad Men again, doing a little rewatch. It feels like the '60s again. Yeah. Well, and I think I mean history and sort of the world is cyclical, and of course it is because yeah. we we don't learn the lesson, right? We're we not. Learn. And, or, or like we, you know. All the hippies get money and then they forget why they were doing it or they, you know, <laughs> most hippies were really just in it for the drugs and the sex, you know, and it, it wasn't and it wasn't about the like principles of of it, which is that's the sort of I think hopefully that that the hearts in that is what we what we still are hoping like hoping to find or rediscover or um, but yeah, I think it's I don't know for me, I, I've just been so like uncertain because I don't. I mean, you don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to say something stupid, but also you have to, right? You have to just put yourself out there and try and, and, and know that, yeah, we're learning, right? And every day is a learning experience and not to be so hard on yourself. But, and also to sort of for, oh um, yeah, go. The philosopher Epictetus said, uh, enlighten me. He said to improve thyself is to be thought of foolish and stupid. That's it. Yeah. Like, it's to make mistakes, and yeah. and and it, let's let's and and let's okay. Let's speak of the biggest mistake in Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's careers. Green Lantern. What came out of that, Aaron? They fell in Their love. Yeah, 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 they fell in love and came and and had children. Like they learned. So you- so that's the lesson there. The lesson is that you never know the phoenix that can rise out of the ashes. Or, or you gotta the- keep going. Yeah, or, you know, Daniel's son. <laughs> Wait, that just sounded like Karate Kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and no one knows Daniel's son from All I See Is You, which is just not as good a metaphor as, yeah. Um, 
but but yeah, I think it's that, and it's also sort of just forgiving forgiving yourself when you do when you do make mistakes. But also, I think we have to forgive ourselves. The only way to move on, right, is is forgiveness. And I think there's there's some people that are you know rejecting or denying what's happened and is happening, and then there's also people. And but I think it's also just like how can you just come to grips with that idea, right? Because like how do you just the idea that the whole 300 years, like sort of the America is the best and there's no strings attached to that. How do you sort of look yourself in the mirror then and, and forgive yourself? At least that's for me, it's like how, I, obviously I didn't do it, but I'm sort of a product of America, right? We all are. Yeah, and uh, I don't think you, you shouldn't have to forgive yourself. I think what we have to do is understand the history, understand the flawed history of our nation and realize a lot of, you know, I was, I was talking to my brother and he, and I was trying to explain to him, you know, yeah, they, yeah, Gone with the Wind isn't, you know, like, it's, it's inherently like Cindy trying to be, trying to be racist, but the words happy and slave don't go together. And that's what people I seem maybe forgotten when you say they didn't don't see the tape. And maybe that's why we need to speak of it again. I I think I think it can well I think it has to always exist. It it can never we can never yeah. stop talking about it, right? Because it's it's there it's it's a reality and it and it and it shapes it shapes every day that we're he, like every day of our country, every day of our yeah. lives, and every day certainly of you know, black lives, uh, or, or, you know, you can name any native American lot. You can name any, you know, sort of minority that has been, you know, the Chinese making the railroad. Listen, and we're, 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 you know, we're, we're, we, we're not going to not go to the casinos. We're not going to not have the casinos. They're not, this is, this is the, in this nation, we have been able to rebuild and forgive and rebuild and forgive. And I think that's the great part of our nation. And I I think there, we have learned from some mistakes and we just need to continue to learn. And we just, yeah. And I I guess it's a bad history, but it is our history. And you know, all families have bad memories. Right. No, I mean, all lives do. Right. You know, uh, and, uh, it's just, you just, we just got to do better. And I, you know, and I didn't think about it as a kid, but and I, I do think about it now. Why do we have Confederate statues? Why? I mean, we're talking about a losing side. Why, why is it, why would we have, uh, you know, uh, bases named after a losing side? That makes no sense now when you think about it. it doesn't, for, uh, well, I mean, I it's just, just because that, it's racist. Yeah. That base of it makes no sense. They, they lost. Why would we want to remember that? Well, I mean, it's not. I, don't, I think boiling it down to winning and losing is sort of not the point because I mean, a lot of a lot of defeats you want to remember. I mean, like if I was, you know, the Mexicans that lost the Alamo, I am gonna want to remember that, and they got fucked, you know, like or, or you know, and we remember it as this historic thing. Like, a lot, there's a lot of things you can learn or you want to commemorate the losses, right? Um, but that I, I don't think but that's if what they're commemorate they're, the losses. Look at what's happening. People still right. They're not. Win. I don't. That's. I don't think they're commemorating losing. They're commemorating sort of 
the idea like that they're sort of they don't want to admit that they're wrong or like they're not wrong yeah, they in their minds. They're, they're still they're coming ready to win. They think that right. if I put up the statue, it's a win. And no, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not so. over to them. I think that's sort yeah. of the idea that it's sort of as long as that flags up, the statues up, the fight is still there. Uh, or, or you know, it, it sort of stands up for something that uh, they believe in. And I guess, uh, and and that's. It's not okay, uh, and it's and because it's, yeah, I don't know, uh, but hey, um, gossip guys, Max, all I see is you. Uh, do we have any? Well, okay, let's let's uh, let's backtrack now back to Blake Lively. Yeah. Um, because I, I was thinking about I was having trouble sleeping earlier this week, and and one of my one of my meandering thoughts actually went to Blake Lively and sort of what I would want to talk to her about if I got to interview her. And I was just, I feel like there's been growth in her in the last movies that we've seen, like Rhythm Section, The Shallows, um, and, it, and it feels like it's not. I think we we sort of thought that you know she just didn't have it right, and I don't think that's clearly not the case. It's that. She keeps choosing sort of the wrong projects, or the projects no, yeah. are are, yes, are failing her. What? I mean, what's uh, what's her move? I mean, I guess I, we always say this, but like, I guess make a good movie, and that's it. But it's easier said than done. And we sort of we do see her as you know, not to rehash that. Like, we think she'd be great in an action movie, or you Does know, she need a new agent, manager. Maybe I think, or she's just. I mean, I think I know why she would choose this movie, um, but. Because it, it, it does give her range, and it does... It's, yeah, and it, it, she, we see that she has a lot of range, and she is a good actress. And, I mean, maybe they are good on paper. Maybe they are good words, and they're just not being executed well. So, I don't know. I don't know, because she it's not her fault. None of this is her fault. She has grown into a great actor. Yeah, and I think I think it's yeah, it's mostly mostly a thing of, like, just sympathetic and being and empath, empathetic and being like, okay, I want more for... Blake Lively and hopefully I mean I think it's going to come she's still very young uh, and, and it clearly just growing in to herself as an artist I think she would I think I think while I think she's improved I still think there's more to be untapped and I think that's she's also sort of exploring and then maybe whenever that clicks will it'll be on the project that works right um, yes uh, do, do we want her and Ryan to do something Mm, I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be the thing. Cause then it'll feel like, Oh, she couldn't have done it without Ryan or something. But I mean, I feel like they could be producing part. I mean, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, if that's what I they want to well, do. If it just works though. What if we, right. what if it just works? If it works, you know? then yeah. You know, why not? I think, I mean, would you say that the town was sort of the turning point for lively in terms of like taking risks? You know, like yeah. I think, I yes. think it's not, I think it is a, like a decent performance. It's pretty loud. You know, and maybe a little bit cliche Boston, but like I think she was t- going for it, right? And and then she I th- was great in that film. And now I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think something. And I because she was great in that film, and can maybe she is she not a lead? I uh, I mean, not she- able to carry a movie is that. Well, it seems like in a lot of her movies, she's doing, she's trying not to look like herself. She's trying not to be Blake Lively. So, you know, rhythm section, she's racked with grief and, you know, has a wig, you know, is, is purposely dressed down. Same with this movie until she, you know, gets her vision back. But even the blonde, it's like a, a parody 
of herself, yeah, like right? Yeah, it it, like, like, it's like platinum. Yeah, it didn't look good. It, like her, her, she looked better as a brunette in this movie than she did as the sort yes. of fake blonde. So it's it, it sort of maybe it's a little bit of a crisis of conscience of like she's trying to prove so hard that she can act and she's not just a pretty face. So she's doing these roles, but also it's sort of like, but you are Blake Lively. Come into your own and just accept it. I don't. I don't know if that means she can't be a, a lead. Although I'm now thinking of like the idea of her as sort of a a film noir, like the femme fatale. I think she'd be great as that. You know, the the woman that. Oh yeah. Or or re- reverse be. it, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, sort of the one uh, the woman yeah, that's I, dangerous to fall in love with. I mean, that is Serena, but like it can be a lot better than that. Um, which she was almost in in Simple Favor, which she was kind of. Yes, uh, that's actually that is that is what she she was a femme fatale in Simple Favor. It was just sort of. In a great way, it was uh, gender swapped, kind of, or like it was it was two women that was like Anna Kendrick shouldn't fall for her, uh, and vice versa, or not vice versa with the with her husband too. Uh, so it was sort of like two sided. Um, yeah, so we just got to get a better material. Yeah, when a simple favor that is that was great. So uh, and it just like no one saw it. Um, so and that's that's always a bummer, uh, but I guess it can live on. Uh, on Amazon as well, a simple favor. Watch the movie, read our tweets. You can skip our episode. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I still. Would you say of any of the actors on Gossip Girl, are you most? Uh, who are you most like? Not rooting for, but most. Um, I guess it's excited for. But like, who do you think has the most left to like that we haven't seen or like another that we level? Haven't, you know, I I think no, I think. Uh... Uh, we haven't. I mean, or, or who are you the most? Still, yeah, who are you like tracking the career? Who are you most invested in their career of? That's the question. Most invested, I would say. I would probably say Blake Lively. Um, but I, I am very. I am invested in, in Leighton Meester's music career. I would like to see her figure out her music career and get uh, get an album that is really good. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. Um, I think we've. I, I mean, I love Penn, and I think we've just, we've now, we've seen it. So I don't think we're, we don't have questions about Penn anymore. Yeah, uh, no. We know what Penn does. Penn's yeah, great. Yeah. And so, but I, I think, I think everyone else, I think, I mean, I think we have the most questions about Chase Crawford. And I think that's a, a perfect segue into, I think we're, we're probably going to take a little bit of a break. We might squeeze in an episode uh, or two, but I think we're, we're going to segue into the boys. Uh, Aaron, Boys, yeah, yeah, it's a little hiatus. Do you want to tell people why you're taking a hiatus or no? Oh yeah, we can, we can, uh, yeah. Although this might be too soon because I feel like it's, a, we have a month to maybe record a podcast, but we'll see. But yeah, uh, Elle and I are getting married in spite of the, you know, a, a base, the, in spite of the pandemic. Like we were scheduled for July 25th and obviously that's not realistic anymore for having people. Uh, and we were like in the like limbo about, you know, postponing it. Like, and our venue wasn't nice about postponing and we still hadn't had the go ahead to do it for free, which is crazy. Um, and they were like wanting to stick us in the same year. And it was like, nothing's going to change in December, you know, uh, it's just going to be less nice to do it. Uh, and then in, and even next year, I think we were sort of in denial about the idea that next year we can just do it, you know, 75 people, which isn't that much, but like, we thought we could just do the wedding that we had planned. And I think we realized no, or we just didn't want to deal with the uncertainty. Like everyone I think does feel sort of out of like, everything's out of our control right now in a lot of ways. 
And this was, we were like, no, we can still, we have the date, we have the venue and they're not going to give us our money back, uh, bastards. Uh, so let's own it. Let's, uh, let's have a nice weekend there. And cause it's a, a boutique hotel sort of thing also. Uh, and let's get married private ceremony. It's just going to be me, L Lily. I've said her name earlier. I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, our photographer, our videographer, who we got just because now the photographer had a lot less to do. So we sort of got that for the same deal. And then, um, and then Elvis, uh, a guest of the pod, Tom Hanks giving, uh, host creator. He's going to be our officiant because he's sort of the one who brought us together. So we're going to do it July 25th. We're, we're going forth. Mazels, man. Mazels. Thank you. Very excited. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Aaron was going to be there. He was going to have a big speech. No, uh, I don't know if I was going to let Aaron have we the were, mic. We were going to record it. We had a whole thing. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah. yeah, gossip guys. Pod, podcast wedding. Oh great. god, yeah. Lily would have divorced me on the spot. That would have been great. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been a good podcast. So it might have been worth it, right? Um, yeah, I'm bringing like everybody in as they're walking. Yeah, it'd be great. I love it. I got it. <laughs> that would have been great if you just had a, like a little tent. Uh, and just had the mic and just like, inter- like just have a little gossip guys, uh, merch table and but like also be recording. I'm into it. Like, like, yeah, a, I get to interview, interview people. It's yeah. like the, it's like the radio stations at those festivals where it's, <laughs> and you have like the little spinny thing and it's like, Oh, you want a gossip guys keychain? You know, <laughs> I mean, we'll do the next wedding. I mean, whenever we can ever, yeah. Well, I mean, I think there is going to be a part two that hopefully you can be a part of with friends and family whenever that's okay again, but we didn't want to sort of put our life on hold. No, I mean, no, yeah, totally. so, so yeah, you know, I think it, it was the hardest for our family, but they understood and they're going to be a part of, you know, our lives going forward regardless. Yeah. And, and they'll we'll be the part two. Again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a difficult time and it's obviously, it's going to be a little sad, but you know, life is a little sad. And I think the message was sort of like, just keep going. Just, yeah, exactly. Just keep going. And you know, not everything's going to go the way you plan it. And if you can roll with it, that's, I think, the best you can do. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's the, the Andy update. So we're, uh, yeah, and we're also moving this month. So, uh, or in July. Yeah, that will be net this month. So yeah, it's, so it's we'll take a little break. Take a little break, but uh, yeah, we have we'll the, boys, the boys, and we have to we have to watch two seasons. So the, the yes. boys season two drops September fourth on Amazon Prime. Uh, we will we will be watching in advance, uh, hopefully uh, screeners pending, so we can drop it for you right on September fourth, like we did with you season two. And yeah, I don't think we'll separate it with a boys season one, boys season two. I think we'll just yeah. I think we'll just go all in with it, and and I think it's time to see what Chase Crawford is made of. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's a small part of the ensemble, but I, I've seen the show and I think everyone is going to be pleased. Uh, and I think I, it's also a timely show. Uh, you know, everyone's a little bit tired of superheroes, but also it's, you know, it's dealing with the shit that we're dealing with um, in a sort of ridiculous comic book way. So that's the pitch. Are you in? I am in. All right. Chase Crawford as The Deep. That's right. He's an Aquaman ripoff. That's who he is, uh, which is pretty f- funny. Uh, so uh, hopefully, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it'd be good. I, I'm excited for that one. I've been waiting to watch it. Yeah, I think I've, I've, I think I've watched the equivalent of about half a season or, or maybe a full season, actually, just at work. I haven't seen one moment, so I'm excited. Ooh, one moment. Yeah, you'll be into it. Uh, but anyway, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, ho- uh, hopefully we are not uh, all you. Yeah. Subscribe to us. 
Yeah. Uh, leave us some comments, questions, concerns. You can find us at Gossip Guys Pod. That is on Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook. Where else, Andy? Where do they find us? Oh, I think we're, I mean wherever we wherever the podcasts are. You already said that. The worst? Did you say that? The worst? Du- that is the, the, the worst. W U R S S T. Yeah, that's Twitter. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or no, not on Facebook. Just Twitter and Instagram, right for you. Yeah. And, and hey, where are, you? are you still on where Snapchat? You <laughs> uh, I'm wandering to Instagram and Twitter, but not very often these days. Uh, but, you know, I, I always have ambition to do it. You know, I'm ambitious for everything and I end up doing a little bit of nothing. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, email us at gossipguyspodcast at gmail.com with your questions, concerns, comments, uh, love, hate, you know, cr- critique. Um, yeah, we're, we're open for business here. Uh, we, everything. we take suggestions over movies and things. Uh, Aaron Aaron was pitching twelve. Was that what it's called? Uh, for, yeah, twelve. We got to so, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how inspired we are after the boys. If we want to go further and chase, um, yeah. or maybe we can just do like some weird double features. We can put the t- like twelve and then like savages together or something. You know, like movies that just seem dark and gritty. Um, <laughs> but uh, R.I.P. Joel Schumacher. That's twelve. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, well, all I, all I hear is you, Aaron. And I'll, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. XOXO. Gossip, guys. You know you love us. <laughs> <laughs>